Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. Hello, good people. Welcome to our show. Bad people, welcome to our show. Anyone who want to learn more about digital marketing, how you can upgrade, update, I don't know, whatever you call your marketing skills, welcome, because today we are going to discuss how you can do it by taking part at conferences. And I'm going to speak about this topic with it Pass. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. It's awesome to get you back now to learn more. I remember all this valuable insights. You led me to an emergency room where I need to spend time to think how I can <laughs> update <laughs> what I have. So want to learn more. Hope this time we can avoid emergency room. But if I take one more time, that's okay. No worries. <laughs> I will. Before we start, just tell more about yourself, experience, background. Tell anything that can help our listeners to learn more about you. I started my way over 28 years ago online. I started as uh, an affiliate and I started with two basic uh, expertise that I built for myself. One SEO and the other one is email marketing. And I started to build more and more websites and more websites. I think the first two years I built over 650 different websites. And over time, you know, things change. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we, we we understand scaling. Scaling is so it's always what you say, do you want to have one website which is like the best ever, or do you want to have many websites that each one of them is making just a little bit money and altogether they're making more? It's all depending on the person and what he wants. And we went that route. And over time, you know, we always chase the I call it the shiny object syndrome. Like everyone, oh, there's money in this vertical. Oh, there's money in that. There's money in virtual products or digital products. And then you go and go, and we've done so much, so many things over the years. But the core thing for me always stayed, which goes to three things. One is obviously uh, SEO. The second one is dig digital marketing slash email marketing. It's inside that, and uh, conferences. So in, I think we started our first international conference in 2008. So it's like, what, 15 years ago. And the reason I built a, a conference was just, I thought to myself, hey, it makes sense that uh, most of the events are in the US and in Israel, there's so many international publishers, vendors, experts in SEO, whatever you want. And why shouldn't we have one here? So my friends in the industry said, oh, it's a good idea. So let's build it up together and said, no, 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 you do it and we'll show up. So I built it and I told them, you'll you'll buy tickets. I'm not giving you free tickets. And they all bought tickets and it was a success. And since then we're running events all through still today, which now today the brand called DMI Expo. So my two businesses now is D oh, three, DMI Expo, the Morning Doe, which is a newsletter, morningdoe.com. It's a newsletter for digital marketers. Uh, with the news that we provide, the, like what's new in the industry. And third is I have my own affiliate business where I build SEO websites and I own now 3,500, so 3,500 websites currently and growing. Yeah. That's in a nutshell. No. <laughs> nice, nice. I love your achievements. I'm curious how to create a lot of great websites at scale because for me it's a big struggle to update one page because many things to do so sometimes i can spend like a few weeks to write an article just to update but if i need to create new pages it takes time 
to provide deep research, to analyze, to think what kind of content to create, how to structure content, uh, to find designers who can uh, implement my idea. So can you tell how to do it at scale when you are going to create a lot of great websites? Absolutely. And it's all manually, by the way. We don't use like... Uh... So here's the thing. I, the first thing is we try as much as possible to work what we call evergreen, evergreen mm -hmm. content. So yeah, let's. So if I I build a website that says um, um, I don't know what time trains are coming, they change all the time, right? If I write yeah. about the stock market, it changes all the time. If I write about the presidents of the U.S., that's my website. The presidents worldwide, it changes all the time, like. Every year you would find some presidents worldwide changing. So that will always cause you to keep on the need of changing. But let's say I write about, and I'm just giving an example just so everyone can ag agree and understand the history of the presidents in the US, right? So yes, every four years, I might need to write another page on a new president history so we can add it, but all the rest is evergreen content. So Jefferson, the content will never change. Maybe uh, JFK, when he was shot, you, there's a lot of conspiracy you can update, but you understand what I mean? The content doesn't change. Now, many things you say, oh, but we have to change, or we need to do it all the time. You can have some content that is more updating, updated over time, but try to build evergreen quality content. That will save you a lot of time. And it's, it's doable. You just need to do that. But um, we, we're trying not to use AI. You know, I love AI. ChatGPT, it's it's pretty amazing. I think it's just in its diaper stage, so it's going to be eventually. I think here's the thing: five years from now, no one knows what will happen. But if it goes the same rate, it will probably be like a, a monster that will maybe change how SEO or digital marketers are are acting. Because think about it: you will be able to go to ChatGPT and get an answer for almost anything anything so the question is ChatGPT doesn't really write the content right he reads the content he he accumulated somewhere what will happen and it, it's already started it gives citations right links like same as you can see in um wikipedia on the text itself where it brought the the the, the facts because you know I, a few weeks ago i i, I asked him about my uh my doctor one of the he's, he's a leading doctor in israel and i asked about him and ChatGPT said he's dead. He died in 2010. I said, really? Are you sure? I don't think so. I said, I'm sorry. I apologize. You're right. He died in 2002. <laughs> so then I, I spoke to the doctor. My doctor and said, listen, this is my grandfather. Oh. So ChatGPT, if he gave the citation and saying, here it is, and I would see the photo of his grandfather, whatever it is, or he was born in whatever, 43, whatever it is, then I would say, okay, that's a different person. At least I'll know. So it's still missing. So the question is, how can I be the website, the authority website that ChatGPT will do the citation? Because citation will, uh, uh, will be a link, and the link will drive traffic to my website. So what's the answer for that? No one really knows. No one knows. Mm -hmm. But I know one thing. Many people are writing lots of content with AI. I know people are building websites just for with AI, ChatGPT, and, and all the things. We need to remember, ChatGPT knows what he wrote. 
So why the hell will he send you the traffic if he knows the, the, the knowledge? You're not adding anything. He's adding for you. So that won't give, as far as I see, a website its authority by actually taking content from... It's like, you know, it's like when you're copying from Google, right? There are people scraping Google and they building a website scrape from Google or something like that. Eventually, they get hit in their face. So why? Because Google says, really? You're taking my content and you, you, you're serving it to me? Same should be and probably will be with uh, ChatGPT and AI. So I would definitely say to people, think about it different. I'm not saying don't use it. I use it a lot, but not to write the complete content. You take it as as giving you something. It gives you, it helps you, but it doesn't need to be the machine that makes it all for you. Think about it in the long term. It it won't work. You need to build authority. It's not like that. So once I go back, so that's on that, right? I'll, uh, that's on AI, and that's how I see it. So scaling up, it's not about using chat gpt it's about maybe it's not about using it completely but yeah you can use it to help you with some stuff and we use it for leads we can use it for data for content uh, you know some sentences sometimes you need to rewrite something and you can use it but don't take articles of that and then you need to build a team so i have a small team not a big one and it's like we call it the factory so it's like a factory mm -hmm. we know everyone in the factory has its own um uh, station, you know, like a machine. This one does that, this one does that, whatever it is. And that's how it works. And it's work, working really smoothly. Websites are not big. We're not building websites with thousands of websites or pages. It's maybe 50, 60, 70. I go on long, long tails. No need to, you know, people, oh, everyone wants to be <laughs> online casino, right? <laughs> or yeah. best VPN. Yeah, that's okay. If you have lots of money, you might be able to get somewhere. But we're not going on the long tail. It allows us to get lots of traffic from the lower keywords, and it works. It really works. We we try not to go on brands keywords because you're fighting with a brand. And think about it. if someone is searching for a term that includes a brand. Okay, Amazon. I don't know mouse. Logitech, right? So why would Google or ChatGPT or whatever will send you traffic, will, will rank you first? Yeah, if you maybe did some tricks or sticks, or maybe if you have something very extreme, but normally it doesn't make sense. So we go back to the, to, to the machine. It has to be simple. Simple process, not complicated. Google wants you to give you to give if we go back to Google, right, which is still the main thing, Google wants you to give him information, clear information, simple information, dot blah blah blah. We don't we try not to do that. Uh, because it doesn't make sense. Think about it. It's a, it's a funny thing. We mentioned about AI. So sometimes I, I know people take a short sentence. They put it into AI and ask it to give him an article. They place it inside a page. Then the readers take this article, put it back into the AI, and say, can you summarize it for me for a sentence or two? So I'm saying, mm -hmm. let's do it the right way. Let's give the content the right way from the beginning instead of just blabbing, you know, just for the sake of having content. It doesn't really make sense for anything like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I couldn't agree more because I use a lot ChatGPT. By the way, I used before ChatGPT launch 
uh, I used just common AI tools, uh, open AI playground. And, you know, I, of course, I try to generate content, but yeah, the quality is not good even after playing with prompts. Uh, but what, how we usually use editing, you know, if you feed ChatGPT with correct data, because content creators complain, why? ChatGPT is not creative, ChatGPT can mislead. <laughs> okay, feed with the right data. If you uh, write bad copy with valuable insights, the right data, and ask ChatGPT, please edit my bad copy. That's it, you know. And for example, we use for press releases, we got mentioned on CNN for our client after editing on ChatGPT. My awesome. PR manager, yeah, my PR manager told me it's the first time for 16 years of your experience, uh, CNN replied and <laughs> even got this mention, you know, that was topic about Bitcoin price. Yeah, you see, it's growing today. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know, I think, uh, yeah, you are right, a hundred percent. You need to use this tool uh, in smart way. So if you, uh, if you are a terrible writer, ask ChatGPT to edit your content. Be a terrible writer, but you can uh, tell about your audience. I usually use prompts like my audience uh, has uh, this age. Uh, uh interest job you know and this tool can understand you know so and create content uh, simplify their experience love it and absolutely have, yeah yeah we have the mm -hmm, yeah go, go ahead. ahead yeah i see yeah. john asking so go ahead yeah yeah i yeah let, let's reply to this question john is asking about regulation control monitor uh yeah I have my opinion. You can share your thoughts. <laughs> so I I heard uh, one of the he's the deputy CEO of one of the largest security company in the world sitting here in Israel and was interviewed about ChatGPT and he said I'm putting it in my own world word the words the you can't put this genie back into the bottle so it's there. Yeah. It's really tough to go back and do regulation. It's funny, like uh, Elon Musk said, "Oh, you need to regulate it because he couldn't invest in that," and then he went back and and built is building his own. So, it, it, yeah, I'm saying, it, it, should it be regulated? You know, in some way, I think every industry that was that got regulated became better. So here's here's a, a very simple example. Like, let's go with um, uh, the gambling industry. Right, the forex industry, all these industries. For uh, once, they were regulated. The the crap went out, and the industry became better. People make more money just because it was cleared. Even the prescription. I'm talking about online, but also on offline for sure. If you look at AI, I'm sure regulation will will help in many ways because there's lots of things. Think about what what if we went and and you wrote hey um there's covid how can i i don't want to get the vaccine what can i do to treat myself and let's say chatgpt would say oh you need to drink uh, uh, a bottle of uh, you know bleach because it read somewhere and it connected the things so they have a huge liability you know people medical it's it, it has to be regulated otherwise there will be some catastrophic things Nevertheless, who will regulate it? It's it's a process 
they're still learning. I think my wife asked me today why iPhone changed the, you know, the, um, the connector, right? The plugin. Now it's like Samsung and not the old one. And I told her this is because the European Union said, oh, regulation, you have to be the same for everyone. You don't need to have different charges for every phone. And so, but think how many years iPhone is here that it, yeah. it was changed like a couple of years ago. So I would say it's good to have, it should be there. I don't know how. Uh, it's the same thing as we spoke earlier about what will happen with ChatGPT. I think only five years now from now we'll know. I think AI in terms of regulation will take five to 10 years who knows, but it should be there in some way. Uh, and like you said, we need to use it the right way. It's it's a it's a dangerous, you know, I'm quoting right, <laughs> or no quote. It's it's a dangerous tool. Just use it the right way, not to use it and abuse it. Yeah, yeah, love it. Awesome. Yeah, I, I you know, my opinion. At least we can try. You know, we can try to regulate. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. It's too late, you know, because so many governments, regulations, uh, officials, companies, it's hard. If the US decided to regulate, China can tell, no, we are going to grow this technology. Uh, I'm not sure it's possible in our world. Even government can say, okay, we stop uh, this process, but some companies can do it uh, at home. <laughs> at garage you know in some places yeah it's too late it's really too late and i hope only that uh you know of, of course we we can try to regulate i hope that government will find the way you now uh how to regulate but my best hope that ai will not regulate governments and people you know because this technology can outsmart people i'm pretty sure about that because we can you know it surprises today it surprises uh and it's only the beginning and of course ai can outsmart people and and uh, it's not my opinion i read a few uh great experts uh, and they told yeah it's possible that uh, ai will outsmart people and it's interesting how then People can regulate AI. Uh, it's the same like uh, you can ask lions or monkey, you know, to regulate human being. You know, I think. If... <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, every few decades, you'll find a technology or some technologies that are mm -hmm. changing the market completely. Mm -hmm. I think this is one of them. This is definitely yeah. one of the things that in, in this generation that will change the world completely. Yeah. But we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm excited about the future. Absolutely. And um, I spoke with Jeff Coyle, co-founder of Market News, and he told me in the future we'll have three companies. The first company will develop AI, the second company implement AI, and the third company will be obsolete. So who can leave the trade? <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, so I, I can't develop this technology, but right now I'm updated my tools so i implement i mean like uh yeah just uh, adapt to this technology okay Ita, i want to ask about conferences can you tell what kind of difference to learn from blog posts books uh, audio podcasts youtube channels and conferences because you know it takes time to buy tickets to fly to some place you know uh, and yeah just explain to our listeners the main difference why conferences can bring more benefits than other formats so first of all you said you, you buy a ticket you need to fly a tail and everything yeah. but that's you know our industry is very local right many of the people in the industry are working from home 
So actually going to a conference is something which is really cool. You're going outside of your, you know, it's, it's fun. For most people, it's fun, you, you know, unless it's you hate flying. You go, you enjoy yourself, you meet new people, and that's the key. So let's think about it. How, how do I get new information or information that is not published? Like most of the people don't publish their best, let's say, practice or things that they do, their, their tricks or whatever it is. Why? Because they don't want everyone to know. So the best way to do is meeting people, and I have a few friends myself, I have many friends in the industry that I met through the years uh, in conferences, and we share between ourselves information, we help each other, but that can only be created once you meet a person in, in person. There's no substitute, substitute to meeting a person, drinking coffee, having whatever, breakfast, lunch, whatever it is, dinner. It's all about that. And I, I know in some conferences, they always say, if you stay late in the bar of the event, of the, of the hotel or wherever it is, the venue, then when people uh, get, I don't want to say drunk, let's say tipsy, most of them mm. are blabbing most of their secrets. So they're actually sharing with you the things. It's amazing. It's just, you know, they say, okay, yeah, let's, let's share it. What will happen? I'm not saying you should go because of that, but it's, a, it's it, the, the relationship, the being able to get the information. Also, you know, I meet with different companies or affiliate managers, whatever. You get personal relationship. When you go back, you get better offers. You can get better commissions. You can better insights, products, ideas, testing, whatever they do before it's being published for everyone. You can get it before, and that's a good thing to to have. So I accumulate every every time I go to to an event, and I go to events. You know, I have my own, and it's funny. Just in my event, I never actually have the time to do that. I I work at the event, but when I, the rest of the time I just travel. I go to the U.S. and worldwide to meet with people, it's a key thing. So that's one thing, okay, the, the personal connection. The second thing is going on stage. So um, I know in, in DMI Expo, the most important thing for us when people go on stage is to bring case studies, like hot case studies, things that just happened and, and share things they didn't publish or spoken 10 years ago. Something that they can, people can use right now, what, work, what works now. And that's very valuable. Sometimes it's not really going online that fast. And online, there's so much content. How can you actually figure out what to choose, what it is? And I'm not saying you go to a conference, you get one session, you get a certain content. It is what it is. But you have also the ability to actually speak to the person, right? He goes off stage. You can connect to them. You can find business partners, colleagues, whatever it is. You know, and I think it was... 25 years ago, it's a pre-conferences, I built something called Webmasters in the Dead Sea. So I don't know if people know, Dead Sea is the lowest point on earth. Uh, it's very good to your health and skin. And we just brought Webmasters. Web, back then, you know, we were called, everyone were called Webmasters, not digital marketers, not affiliates, not anything like that. And we went like 20 people there's no money involved in that. So everyone paid for his, their own hotel at the same hotel. And we just hook up, hooked up and sat for a few days together. We shared ideas. We, we, we communicate. It was amazing. So this, it's so valuable, so important for that. 
uh, there's no replacement. Sitting at home doesn't give you this value at all. Yeah, got it. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, I agree, you know. And uh, I usually tell uh, anyone, you need to find your living format. For example, if you like to listen audio podcast, then do it. But if you learn best practices that you need to read blog posts and you hate it, <laughs> no. if you don't enjoy the process, skip it. Find your loving format. So if you like to take part on conferences, yeah, just go to this format. Uh, learn from great speakers. Uh, uh, if you like YouTube videos, because, uh, for example, I spoke with Ferry Kazoni, he surprised me. He told me that he learns everything from YouTube. You know, he uses only YouTube, you know, and it works for him. Uh, his company, you know, he spoke on this conference, uh, Google conference uh, in November. And yeah, because CEO at Google uh, invited him to speak, but he uses YouTube to get skills. And that's okay. Uh, I know, for example, Mr. Beast, he explained how he learned YouTube. He watched videos 10 hours a day on YouTube to understand why people want to watch these videos, you know, to figure out their minds. Yeah. So I think, you know, once I got the question from one of my listeners, he asked me, if I listen all your podcast episodes, can I become a great marketer? I replied, no, you can't. It's, it's not like how much you can learn. It's more how you can implement, choose a few episodes, learn from them. Uh, find insights and think how you can implement because if you go to the conferences and do nothing, you get nothing. If you read a book and do nothing, you get nothing. So you need to think. Even I remember Bill Gates uh, shared how he reads books. He makes notes. Uh, he doesn't try to read a lot of books. Yeah, he reads a lot of books, but you know he makes notes. He can stop to make notes and think how he can implement new ideas. So, yeah. Absolutely. I, I want to add one more thing. You said each person should select whatever media or whatever way to consume new information and learn. Here's the thing. Videos, book, everything, most of it is time-consuming. Like you said, many hours you need to read or watch or listen. So by building over time, my network of people, experts, then someone says, oh, a new thing is coming or here's a test I did. This is, they give me like the bottom line. I don't need to read the articles. I don't need to watch hours of webinar. They give me on a silver plate the actually the action that I need to do. Obviously they explain, but I mean, they give me the, hey, this is what you need to do. We do it obviously both ways, but I'm just saying it saves me lots of time and that's valuable. And also I know that someone has actually tested it. So I'm actually not just doing something that people published. I actually doing something that people published. I know a friend tested and he got such a result and that's why I implement it now. So it's really cool. Mm -hmm. Nice. Nice. I want to ask about your conference. You know, we have a bunch of conferences around the world in many countries, uh, US, Europe, everywhere, Thailand, you know, can you tell what kind of difference uh, people can learn on your conference, uh, how you stand out from the rest uh, and uh, benefits that people can get by taking part and uh, getting all these insights in your conference? So 
here's the thing. DMI Expo was created by myself as, you know, I, I, I'm in a digital marketer, affiliate, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. I'm not a corporate. So we're not a company that holds many events. We have one event a year. And we build it the way I would want to do when I go to event. This is the way I want to be served. And that's how we design it. So I'll give you just a small, it's maybe sounds stupid, but it's so simple. Most events don't provide you foods and drinks. Like literally, I know it, don't, everyone is crazy going the exhibit or zip and there's lines to, to pick up food. I came for two days for an event to maximize my connections, the knowledge, everything. I don't want to go outside and stand for two hours to get some food. And usually I just don't go in these events. I just don't go. I, I say, okay, I'll eat later on. And I stay because I want to maximize my time. So in our events, we provide breakfast, we provide espresso bar, drinks, food, lunch, because you don't need to go anywhere. Everything is inside. We provide you like, a, and we call it the, an economy system. You need to be there and you need to maximize your results from coming there. And that's how I feel when I, I don't feel when I go to most conferences. So we build it this way and we bring quality people. We are not doing free. We don't give free of, uh, tickets. We don't do free anything. Some people don't like it. They say, oh, this one can give me free. That's okay. Go to the free. It, uh, it upgrades the level and quality of the people. That's one of the things we hear all the time on our events. The quality of people is high and that's great. The third thing is Israel is actually located between the Far East and Europe and the US, right? Well, in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> so it's very easy for us to be another bridge. You know, like you said, there's other uh, continent, but we're like, it's, it's, it's a great thing as an international place uh, to bring people. And we're bring, bringing people from all over the world. And also there's lots of Israelis that don't like to travel and they're extremely good uh digital marketers so it's an opportunity you know there are lots of companies you know uh art uh, brain tabula uh the biggest you know um companies in in their field are based here it's an opportunity actually to come here be here and israel is beautiful anyways we do it always in a great weather people love it so the combination of quality people great atmosphere great content that we select the speakers like one by one we we make sure we give only content which is like good and working now we give case studies together with you know audience from worldwide paying people and israel it's like a it's a done deal like it's 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 a great recipe for success and it is that's why we're growing every year and we love it and we keep on doing it nice awesome awesome love it love it i want to ask about something that i usually do you know in my life i made a lot of mistakes some of them terrible you know <laughs> some of them uh slight mistakes but i keep doing them you know because i don't know another way how to learn especially when you start something new we need to try to experiment um, to find what actually will work and i usually fail you know when i start something new for example when i started pr i wrote a bunch of press releases i pitched all of them I felt all the time, you know, but I learned the process, how it works. And today I cooperate with great offers who can write press release. And I cooperate with 
great experts who can pitch to the right journalists. That's why we use this combination to get results. CNN, Forbes, many other great resources, prominent resources. I want to ask you about common mistakes that uh, let's call them students, students who take part on conferences usually make uh because you have this extended experience many years more than a decade yeah and uh um what kind of mistakes students usually made uh, by taking part on conferences and your tips how to get the most value if someone decided to go to conference and learn as much as possible so i actually want to jump just to the end and uh, tell you that actually the advanced people like mm -hmm. myself I think one of the mistakes that we keep on doing, I always say, pick your battle. Mm -hmm. So if you try to juggle too many things at the same time, it's like yeah. one thing you're saying, hey, let's improve uh, a landing page. And you say, okay, I'll change the title, I'll change the color, I'll change the button, I'll change that and change that. And now you don't really know, you can't really do that, right? You need to pick your battle, say, let's improve whatever the title right and let's work just on that so the same thing on business sometimes you know you know i have the uh, dmx but i have 3500 3500 website i have um a morning though together it's it's picking your bottle sometimes it's a lot on your table so i would say when you begin for sure don't do many things just pick your bottle do one thing when you're advanced you have more resources you have more knowledge so you can allow yourself to do more. But I think most people, when uh, uh, some mistake that I see that people do when go to conferences in general, people that begin, first of all, don't be shy. You know, some people come to the conference, they go to the, they're sitting in the lectures at the back and the side, and, and that's okay. There's not, nothing bad in that, but they're missing all the connections with the people. So I always say, make time also to be networking through the networking events or, or through the exhibit all just go and meet the people so it's very very important ask people try to help people many people don't here's the thing i always love to when 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 i meet people I always ask how can i help you so that's the first thing i'm trying to do so when you're a newbie that's okay to ask as well even if you're a newbie so someone wants to help you it's very nice to say how can i help you and you might say listen you know i'm helping you and that's why i tell most people listen i'm helping you and one day either we'll meet again or you'll help someone else and you know pay it forward which is amazing so i say ask people for help it's not something that you should be ashamed of tell people listen i don't know anything about can you help me a little bit with that many i would say many people will say no right hey can you help in you know i'm trying to figure out seo so they'll give you some will you'll find eventually someone will be more open and will try to give you another step forward so it's just keep on going and again and again and again and do it the one thing don't spread yourself thin don't invest lots of money at the beginning most people just oh you know someone said buy a product for ten thousand dollars and then do that and do that suddenly you're 50k off and you say to yourself what the hell happened where's my money and i and you know crap and internet is about long term there's no quick money hey I'm going in today and we're making money tomorrow. These days are off unless you're doing something illegal. So I would say, you know, keep your money, do it smart, start in a small scale. You know, people do PPC. So they say, okay, I put, let's say $10 a day and I'm making 50. Whoa. 
So let's put a thousand dollars a day and make five thousand. They put a thousand dollars and then they find out they lost the money. The fact that yeah. it's worse for a hundred dollars or ten dollars doesn't mean it works for a thousand or ten thousand. It's a process. Do it slowly. It takes time. Don't quit your job. Don't do that. Just yeah, you can be an employee of some company and start working on that. Go to conferences, meet people if you're a beginning. If you're not a beginner, you should be there anyway in conferences. It should be like on your agenda. And I would say if you can fly international, not necessarily to DMI Expo in Israel, but anywhere, just do that. People just do, you know, they go to different conferences worldwide just to say, oh, we're working, we're learning, and we're also seeing a new place. And it's a, it's a deductible expenses because you're actually working. Pretty yeah. cool. Pretty cool deal. Nice. nice, nice. By the way, if you do something illegal, it's competitive as well. <laughs> you know? oh, so you can't I, get I, over that. <laughs> I agree yeah. with you on that as well. But don't do that. There's, there's, there, I just want to clear thing. There's things called illegal, okay? Or you're doing things that are not within the policy agreement yeah. of search engines or whatever it is. So you can do that because this is, so Google will decide, oh, you're not doing something that we like. It's not illegal, but we're not going to send you traffic. When you're doing mm -hmm. something illegal, then you should be careful because yeah. uh, when you land someday in the US, there's, you know, there's lots of three letters, FBI, CIA, yeah. I don't know, whatever, uh, FDA, whatever it is, you don't want to <laughs> do anything, be clear. Don't mess yeah. with uh, anything and, and you'll enjoy it and keep on going. Yeah, of course. Yeah, uh, guys, it's better to do legal stuff. It doesn't matter what your niche is because uh, uh, you need to play, uh, I mean, like to create the long strategy. It's marathon, not sprint. And uh, yeah, if you uh patient and I remember one, one time I listened to audio podcast with i don't remember the name of this guy but his friend uh, of jeff bezos and uh he couldn't get results for 14 years so 14 years he tried made a lot of mistakes he couldn't sell his products and today his company uh, i don't remember estimates a few billion dollars 56 offices around the world and he couldn't make any sales for 14 years because he enjoys the process. Mr. Beast, for example, yeah, uh, he posted content year and a half to get first thousand subscribers. Today, everyone knows Mr. Beast. PewDiePie filmed a hundred videos to get uh, first 285 subscribers. PewDiePie got hundred million uh subscribers and you know it's more important to enjoy the process uh, i remember when i i started one business project because of money uh, i spent a lot of resources you know even hard to count how much i spent i hired a lot of people <laughs> uh, created a lot of content but nothing could help to i don't know to get results with this project because that was not my niche. I hated it. I hated Monday. I loved Friday. <laughs> and I decided to leave this project. I quit. I gave up because uh, if it doesn't bring happiness, it's better to leave it. You need to enjoy Absolutely. the process. 
you have to love it. And you mentioned subscribers a couple of times on different things. Mm -hmm. So, you know, even the Morning Dawn newsletter has over 20,000 subscribers today. And all the subscribers are coming through SEO. So we actually get mm -hmm. the traffic, what we call subscribers for free. Uh, it's over time. It comes slow, but it works. So no matter who, be, if you're a beginner, if you, obviously if you're advanced, you're working hard to get the traffic, right? Either PPC, SEO, whatever it is, you're working hard to get traffic. That's that's what we do, right? We're working to bring traffic into the website so we can make money. And if you don't collect their information or at least offer them the opportunity to opt yeah. in to your list, you're making a big mistake because even if you have 250 subscribers, you can make lots of money. Think about it. Like someone asked me, so how can you do lots of money with 250 subscribers? As I said, it's depending. If you have a uh, 250 subscribers who has 100 million and above dollars, right? So yeah. I would say this is a good list, right? That means you have uh, 250. So you at least have $25 billion accumulated in your list. So it makes sense that you can make money over time. It's not about the size, it's the quality, it's the vertical of you work, course, yeah. what you're selling, et cetera, et cetera. But get the subscribers. Don't miss that because over time, even SEO goes somewhere, chat GPT, whatever happens, right? AI, you still have the list to click and people still get the email and they can buy or do whatever you want. So it's important. Yeah. It's important about the quality of these subscribers as well, you know, because you can Absolutely. get a million subscribers and can't sell your products. Yeah. And uh, I often see, uh, I remember when one webmaster lost 400,000 traffic because Google dropped his ranking positions, a lot of traffic, but he didn't lose any sales. So he got Amazing. this traffic that didn't convert. So why you need to have this traffic, you know? <laughs> so yeah, uh, and uh, I remember Ren Fishkin uh, said on my event about email subscribers, and he told it's better to have subscriber on email list than 10 subscribers on social media because you can manage the process, you can control them. It's your channel, but social media can change algorithms and you know you can create high quality content but uh, because of changing algorithms it's hard to get your audience we got it on facebook in 2016 <laughs> you know when uh, brands uh, today brands can't get like three uh, percent of their uh, followers on facebook so that's yeah. pretty crappy yeah okay i have the final question about your experience no, I often ask this question, and uh, the main reason, because uh, when I cooperate with clients, uh, I usually check out their level of understanding SEO. If they understand, then yeah, okay, we understand why we need to create high quality content, what kind of content to create, why we need to provide white hat SEO, PR, link building, many things, uh, website speed. But if they don't, uh, you know, we speak different language. You know? And I usually tell them, take my course, learn from Lily Ray, Jeff Coyle, Mike Phillips, many other great experts, go to YouTube, Google, it doesn't matter, just learn, get the basic. When you understand the basic, then we can cooperate, we can achieve high results. I want to ask you, 
let's uh, imagine you started today from scratch without any experience, knowledge, skills, nothing. It's your first day in digital marketing and SEO. What will you do today differently to learn from scratch? I would go back to people, to conferences. Mm -hmm. That's the easiest way for fast track. That's very simple. That's the way. Because I know I can connect to people very easily. And people, some people love to help. And that will enable me to go really fast back to where I've been. That's without even actually knowing anything. Obviously, if I lose everything and I know my knowledge today, I would go back to SEO and email. That's obviously right away. That's the two things I would, which for me go go hand hand to hand together. We're talking online. Nice, valuable. Love it, love it. It's a big pleasure to get to my show again. I love it. So valuable. Uh, Thank you for having them. me. I appreciate it. Yeah, big pleasure. Welcome back anytime. You know, I love all your valuable insights. So looking forward to get insights from your conference. Uh, I'll check out if I can because I can't promise. But yeah, uh, guys, I recommend to anyone who can just go build connections, uh, find new people, learn something new and unique. Uh, tell our audience the best way how to keep learning from you, how to follow you, how to reach out to you, how to subscribe to your newsletter. So uh, there, there are a few links probably you'll make available, but uh, you can go to dmiexpo.com, you can go to morningdo.com, and there's also itaipas.net, which you can see more information. And my LinkedIn itaipas slash itaipas. So, and you can send me a message. I'm always available. I think uh you can hear from me I, I went to an event in the us and someone approached me and said listen i heard you on the podcast and you were like oh i loved what you said and we connected right there on the spot so uh, just connect you know send me a message i'm happy to connect with people nice nice guys you can find all the links to linkedin account to the website in the description below i recommend to subscribe to this newsletter because you can see a lot of value so valuable uh it's a big pleasure again to see you to learn from you thank you thanks for your time uh guys you can find all these links and see you next time thanks for listening to this entire podcast please rank your experience in apple spotify google or any other platforms that you may use also please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift we'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.